Well, this is Cynthia Borsellino, and I want to welcome you back to Beloved Unveiled, where we get to unveil the Father's heart to us in new ways of seeing Him and knowing Him as He unveils who He is to us. The fourth question was, what do you want me to bring with me into this next season of my life? And being in my 60s is kind of like, well, I'm surreal moment. I'm a grandmother and having amazing um, adult children and so many friends and relationships that I consider family that I have grown over the years. And so what was it that I wanted to bring in with me for this next season was all those relationships, which are so awesome. Um, I'm also a singer. And so I wanted to take some of the songs that he'd given me over the years and also bring those with me into the new season because some of them had not been even um, shared or even, you know, I haven't really shared or even sat down to put it all together because there's just so much. I mean, I have a whole stack, but, and they're, they're powerful. And I want to, I want to bring those with me to share them to my grandchildren. And it's been fun. I've had a great opportunity to spend some time with them. And when they come over, I'll, if it's just the grandkids, I'll have the, their parents, you know, my kids drop them off and they'll be spending with me. And we sit down and we do music together. We've written like three songs now together and it's a great, great season. And then the other question was, what do you want for me to leave behind in this next season of my life? And it's not rushing through, and it seems like I'm kind of going through just questions, but it's really spending and you know contemplating, God, really, what is it? He'll meet you in that place when you ask Him, what is it that you want me to do in this season, and how can I trust you more, and what do I want to take, and what do I want to leave behind? When I got to this, what do you want me to leave behind in this new season, it was a pretty ripping of my heart, to be honest with you. It was a false belief that I had buried back in the recesses of my mind. And that belief system, I almost thought, I, I actually, this past year, I went through a really dark place of really questioning that God allowed people who kind of bullied or didn't walk in integrity and didn't walk with humility, who walked in a re- strong religious spirit and wouldn't c- come and talk to your face. They would talk behind your back. And betrayal, big time. I even went to that place of where I became, you know, thoughts of suicide was coming at me again, and it was real intense, and I hadn't felt that way in over 25 years. And I'm like, well, Lord, what what's going on? I thought I'd come out of all that, and why is why am I, why did I let that person get into my heart so deeply that that would cause me to do that? They accused me of things that were not true, and um, it was just devastating. I wanted to make it right. I wanted to go and say, if you can show me whatever I've done, I'll, I'll make it right. But they didn't want to even do that. They didn't want to even meet with me. And so it was very difficult. My heart was just broken over it, and because I really did care. I, I did open my heart to them. Problem is, I, be, I opened my heart to trust them, and I wasn't trusting the Lord. Because for someone to get that deeply within you, where you don't even consider yourself worth anything anymore, and that not alive. That's they become your God. That's not good, and that's not the Lord. And so God is like, God, why? How did I allow that to even come in? And how did I allow that person to take that much power over me? I had to repent because, like, that's not God. And yet there was a part of me that believed He wanted that to happen. And so I'm asking Him, what, you know, why? And I actually went through, met with some people, went through some counseling stuff. But it's that I had in the back of my mind a belief system that God allows he's that he's okay with bullies or people doing harm to other people and turning you know his face away and saying that that's okay and we're just going to let him keep doing that they're going to be able to get away with it and i believe in the back of my mind that that was kind of how god 
because there's a lot of evil going on in this earth and a lot of bad things that have happened to a lot of good people. So I had to wrestle with that and say, God, what's the truth? I really want to know the truth. And I don't, all my experiences with you have never been where you allow. It's when, like they say, when good people sit back and do nothing, that evil progresses. But there's a scripture that says that sin allows evil to triumph. And so where was I allowing that to triumph in my life is I let her. I trusted her instead of trusting the Lord to work through whatever he needed to, and then I could stand up to the truth about what was happening. And I did. I tried to have meetings with her, and she would cancel constantly, constantly. So it was like there's nowhere else to turn and but to him. And through all of that, I had to let go and forgive um, back from my childhood issues because there are things that happened to me as a child in my family that I felt my parents were letting, oh, you know how you know how they are, and um, you just have to grin and bear it. And so it was almost like I was shamed for being hurt by somebody who was hurting me. <laughs> just like when I got raped, that I was ashamed for being raped because it must have been my fault. You know, it was like that same pattern of things that, well, it must have been my wrongdoing that made them do that evil against me and that and hurt me that way. You know, here I am, 60 years old. I'm a 60 year old going through this process of trying to understand, wow, I, I really believed that God thought that that was okay and he was going to just let him keep doing it. And he was okay with that. And what God has shown me is, no, he never, never believed that was okay. He wasn't okay with it. And he entrusted adults and other people there to stand up against that, to say that that was wrong, but they chose not to because they didn't like the the drama or uh, people getting upset and making a big deal and people who throw tantrums and letting them get away with it because they didn't want to deal with that. There's too much drama for them, whatever. Um, We excuse it. We excuse that behavior. And God said, no. So it's within my, so it's like, Lord, what can I do? What do you want me to do? And it was to reach out um, because I wasn't the only person that happened to. There was quite a few other people. So, you know, it's like, what am I going to do? Am I, you know, if you sit back and and say nothing, then you're part of the problem, not part of the solution. And and not that I wanted to destroy this person. I, I just wanted them to know that it's not okay. It's not okay. And it's not okay to lie. And it's not okay to, um, and we can sit down together and have a conversation and look at the whole, because I believe that she's probably, because she doesn't trust people and believes every, she operates out of fear, you know, that that was part of the problem. And and I'm, and, you know, I'm not going to name names and all that stuff because the whole situation, I think we've all had people in our life who've betrayed us and who've hurt us. I'm not going to excuse that behavior because I know God does not excuse that behavior. And there's scriptures all throughout, like how he confronts it. And I've taken it to the cross and, and I've let go of that false belief about the Lord that he, he was okay with it. So what I'm going to leave behind in this new season of my life is I'm going to leave behind that false belief. God is for me. He's not against me. And he's not about wanting evil to triumph over good. That is not his heart. Now I'm excited about this new season. I'm excited about where he's taken me and understanding and where I can fight for justice, but also to fight with a heart of love and compassion with his heart, his love, and not letting other people's enmesh, you know, not getting enmeshed into other people's drama or problems, but to be a light um, in a place where maybe there has been drama and chaos and confusion and harm, but being allowed to speak some truth in love and having the fruits of the Spirit. 
And so that's what I'm looking forward to taking in this new season. And then the last question is, what and who shall I be paying more attention to? I just sense that Father's telling, you know, speaking and asking of me is to really sow into my grandchildren and to really pay attention to them and being in prayer and on my knees for them. And and I look at grandchildren, my children's children, but also other children that God has brought in our life as well. But to really not to put others, my job or where I'm working before my grandchildren. And I still do my job, but also making sure that if I'm tired, that God, you're going to give me the energy and you're going to give me the stamina to be there for my grandchildren. I was out with them yesterday and we went out to a beautiful um, vineyard and it was had a lot of ground and picnic tables and Adirondack chairs and donkeys and miniature ponies, garden, swings. All that. It was just beautiful, beautiful country. And um, we were out there running around and the kids got on their iPads and I'm like, oh man, we're outdoors. I want them to enjoy the outdoors. So instead of being a negative or saying anything negative, it's like, hey, let's play a game. And so I had some, got some dollar bills, one dollar bills and uh, said, if you can go and find me four items, let's say I want a V for victory, got victory in Jesus of a twig that has a V and a rock that looks like a heart and then a clover that has a little yellow flower. I made sure they were around and dandelion that you can blow on because they were all over the field as well. And it was just so fun. They were so excited and they ran out and um, just trying to find all these little little treasure because I said, we're going to go on, you know, it's a treasure hunt. God always has a treasure hunt for us. So what are you going to look for? And and they were so excited in the way they brought them up and they showed me and talked to me about the way the heart was, the twig and what it looked like and, and the flower. And it, it just the little delight on their faces knowing that they had found each of these items and then it was just so delightful. It was so much fun. And then we uh, ran around a little bit playing hide and seek behind the big, massive oak, oak trees that are all around in the yard. And it's just so fun being a child. And, and so I, I really want to encourage each and every one to kind of look at the season you're at and what is God calling you to. And there are places where He's calling us to, you know, each year in each season of life that we can mature a little bit more to be more like Him, more like His character. And then also to embrace the season, because if you don't embrace it, you, you can be taken out in it, and you can go in grumbling and complaining, but you're still gonna you're still gonna enter that season. You can go in with Thanksgiving, and you can leave some things behind and take some things with you, but that's your choice. And I hope that you will embrace it and trust the Lord in it, and then see what He knew He wants to open up for you. And as we embark on that, is like. Who in this season are you to pay a little bit more attention to? Because it's more about relationships than anything else. You know, His provision is there for us. And it's so exciting and it's so glorious. And sometimes it's difficult seasons, but we'll come through it. There's morning in the night, but dancing comes in the morning, you know. Sunshine is there. And so I, I hope that each and every one of you would seek to see what season you're in and seek to see what the Lord wants to teach you in it or show you in it and what He wants you to take with you in it, and what you need to leave behind, and also who and what you're to do in this new season, and who who are you to do it with. And I bless each and every one, what an honor it is to be here with you, and, and I'm so thankful as God's unveiling His heart for you, 
that it will bring excitement and joy in ways that you've never even expected or hoped for. Remember too, if I'd love to get some of your feedback, some of your encounters that are starting to happen. I'm, I'm believing that even out in the airways that things are going to open up um, for you in your spiritual eyes, that you're going to see different dimensions than you ever thought before. And um, I'd love for you to share it with me. And you can do that at BelovedUnveiled at ProtonMail.com. BelovedUnveiled at ProtonMail.com. Thanks again for listening.